There was Brenda, Letitia, Linda, Felicia, Dawn, LaShawn, Inez, Alicia, Teresa, Monica, Sharon, Nikki, Lisa, Veronica, Karen, Vicky, Cookie, Wellametta in a ice cream parlor, Tanya, Diane, Lori, Carla. He's <laughs> <laughs> transforming into a pit bull before I Yes, you got to, B. You got to say it. It you started out regular shit. Started out regular shit. shit. Because you, you, when you get it, by, by the time you get to Linda, <laughs> and you're like, but he, how you put the, the spin on Felicia? It has to go with Alicia. Selena, Katrina, Sabrina, about three kids. Victoria, <laughs> Tina, <laughs> Sally, Bridget, Kathy, Rashida, Kelly, Nicole, Angie, Juanita, Stacy, Tracy, Rhonda, and Rhonda. Donna, Yolanda, Tawana, and Wanda. <laughs> you just want to say they like. Oh, oh shit. Oh, I, shit. Hey, Reese, I felt D at the end of the show. Oh, shit. Let me roll one or two, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck that. Oh, shit. That joke was so lame. Oh, shit. Cam, I mean, Cisco. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Cisco riding on that car told me a story that I didn't need to know. I think that's what ruined it for me was Cisco, man. Oh, shit. Well, you know, the starter, the end, the, what, the, the greeting, the greeting. Okay, here we go. You forgot who you were. Didn't I forgot who I was for a second. And the music threw me off, but I got it. I got it. We good. We good. We good. We back. And we're back. I want to welcome everybody to the next episode. Of Reels and Fills. This is episode number five. We're continuing our discussion on hip hop and the music. So I'm your host, T Greasy. My co host, Janelle. And then our special guest is back. He came back. He came back. Jita, he decided that we weren't horrible. Yeah. By no means. By no means. Well, we didn't torture him enough. Is what I learned. Yes, yeah, because he came worse. back. But 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 wait, it gets worse. I just love the ham sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, we do the damn thing with that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the budget. It's yeah, the no budget's doubt. getting no strong. Doubt. Cheese is coming. <laughs> Cheese is coming. <laughs> so we're gonna get into different types of hip hop music. Uh, we're gonna talk about storytelling versus uh, posse cuts, disc records. Just a handful. We know, I know everybody has their favorite, but we want to get into some of the things that we like. And then and, also dance crazes. And I, I I thought I saw that somebody commented on one of our episodes. Really? Yeah. You said somebody did something on the they thing. They raised their hand. They raised their hand? What yeah. does that mean? I, uh, I really don't know. Might we have a second listener? We might have a second okay. listener. Oh. Okay. Oh, boy. Whoa. <laughs> Oh. The pressure's on. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's heavy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that they came by mistake and raised their hand to ask where the fuck they were, and so we're just gonna go back and focus on the listener. Because uh, that's gotta be. That's gotta be. False. I mean, who would possibly tune in to hear this? Yeah, I don't know. For real, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna start out the conversation because we're listening to stolen moments. Oh yeah. By Common, which is one of, one of my favorite storytelling joints. And it's a short one. It's not even that long. It's just it's just the way he lays down the whole scene. It's very vivid. I was able to visualize everything. And I think that's the key to a good storytelling Let me tell you another, another short but dope as 
fuck story that and and the the kicker about this is that it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Okay. It's Ghostface Killer Ragu off of Fish Scale. Yes, yes. The yes. beat is fire. Yes. The true. flow is fire. Yes, yes. I still don't know what the fuck he was talking about. The great Ghostface. I, <laughs> yes. I think a lot of us don't know what Ghost is talking about. <laughs> but the one where I, the story that he told where I knew what he was talking about, mm-hmm. and the song is depressing as fuck. Um. <laughs> All that I got is you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Now, did the mother putting the potatoes in the water with the ketchup? <laughs> Was that the part that broke you, or the video was the video was real strong? Or was it the roaches coming out of the cereal? Out of the cereal, like I I couldn't have even filmed that. But yeah, shout out to Ghostface. And what was that milk, or was that powdered milk, or that cloudy substance that they put in as they were plucking the roaches out? Yeah, Yeah, that was probably Hudson Punch. Okay, but yeah, the story, the story rhyme. Aptly named the art of storytelling, where cast merged with one of the greatest storytellers in hip hop, Slick mm-hmm. Rick. Mm-hmm. When you think about the art of storytelling, MCing is tough enough. Mm-hmm. You know, staying on a subject in right. general, right. but to tell an actual story, right. that is that that can make an MC great. I think in the in the short time that we had the Notorious B.I.G. And the small discography that we have of his, the thing that elevated him to the level that people hold him to, I think part of that was his storytelling. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got a story to tell. was one of my favorites, too. That's a good one. Superb. Uh, Did we ever know what what b-ball player that was? Nobody's copping to it. It was... was... We're just going to say that game got rained out. Uh, in Utah, and it was one of them big Nick niggas. So we just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't want to hurt really, anybody's feelings. I really feelings. don't want to offend a big Nick yeah, nigga. Yeah, really, yeah. when we when we come and down I, to I, it. And I thought it was kind of cool because NBA games can't ever get rained out. But Biggie said it. Yeah, Biggie said it. Yeah. Yeah, where, Biggie where said it. So unless they were playing outside in Utah somewhere, but I mean, it was big. What, what was, were we gonna I do? Mean, that was beautiful. I remember. I don't know if like a lot of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> I'm wishful thinking. Uh, that's really just my listener. listener. But, <laughs> but I don't know if, if the listener remembers the jukebox, but I remember every day somebody or somebody's mother for three would years play, <laughs> would play Slick Rick for three strong years. <laughs> three years. Hey, young world. Around <laughs> between six and seven thirty. Well, we're gonna do. Let me back up real quick and give our listener. Well, maybe his or her younger sibling might be listening. <laughs> we're gonna give a little context to the jukebox. Oh yes, yes. Please Thank explain you, somebody Thank you, Grace. on the. The podcast by accident and was like, "What is this shit?" Okay. Right. The jukebox was a channel on cable, and what you would do is so you would call a nine hundred right number and order a video. It was ever like a dollar ninety nine. It was something at like that. At first, it was ninety nine cents. Uh-huh. Then it, the popularity grew to the point that very next summer, it was a dollar fifty. Then it went to a dollar ninety nine, and it so plateaued there. Couldn't you see? At one point, weren't they scrolling down at the bottom? 
like what was coming next. Or, In the beginning, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Bama really controlled that channel. It was it was quite awesome, actually. I'm pretty amazed that it's not back. Yeah. But Greece, that's something that seems like it would be it would it would work right now. But Greece, you know the crazy part about it is that. In the beginning, when they did scroll, they would let you know that Move Something was coming on next. <laughs> or uh, 95 South. What's that cut that they had? Uh, were they one of the Whoop There It Is Yes. People? It would let you know. Like, whoop, whoop There It Is is coming up next. Grease, where it, it blew people's minds when they took that scroll away and it went up to $1.50. dollar fifty. Mm. And then people didn't know that somebody just ordered Luke. Right. So then now, because I'm a horny teenager and I need to see move something again, so I'm going to order it. And then Young World would come on. So it'd be move something, Young World, move something. <laughs> then Young World. <laughs> and then more move something. Then move something. Wasn't there this young cat who, it was this, it was this one guy, I think he was like a teenager, and his video would pop up, and nobody knew who it was, and I think his mom was just ordering the video. I think the marketing strategy, because I remember, I remember Irv Gotti discussing the fact that he would attach his video to another one, yeah. where like anytime he saw one get ordered, yeah. somebody on his team would order back Ja Rule's mm -hmm. right. right next to it. So yeah, that was a marketing tool back in the day. It's like mm -hmm. I have a little video out. And uh, I, don't, I don't even remember the guy's name. I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about, though. Yeah, like a young dude. If, any, if, 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 if our listener knows, just... Who's that dude? Who that you dude have is. our number. <laughs> yeah, the, the listener does have our number. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> but that was just a little context. So back to yeah. storytelling. Yeah. You were on Slick Rick? Yeah, Slick Rick. And uh, Hey Young World was awesome. And that was really a cautionary tale, but this, the killer was children's story for oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you walk into a room in a, in a 30 plus room and you say, Dave the dope fiend shoot and dope and everybody will be able to finish that bar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. water nor soap. Right. Yep. And it's bullets. Hurry up, run. <laughs> okay. My apologies. Sit down, B. It turned into something else. But yeah, that that kind of rhyme scheme and that kind of ability to take a story from beginning to end, take you with the artist, make you feel what was going on. By the end of the song, I was like, damn. Oh, wait. He oh, was wait. only 17 in a madman's dream. The, shot kid. the cop shot the kid. I still hear him scream. Hey, man, you cut it out. Okay. You know, I'm just saying, you know. So... Jita, what's your favorite storytelling wow. track? Grease, I'd be hard-pressed to say I have one favorite. Um, there's a few. Uh, I have to give it to Ice Cube. I think he's a brilliant storyteller. Um, mm -hmm. Biz Markie, brilliant storyteller. Um, but even some of the guys who aren't revered as, you know, deep rappers, like if you even take it to the Art of, you know, making crack by Master P. Like, P didn't mess that up. Like, right. he took, he made crack. Well, off. it's kind of hard to mess crack. Well, I mean. No, yeah, I'm but to, to put it <laughs> yeah, together, yeah, you know was, what I mean, in symmetry, yeah, it, it, it was good. And, like, if you could tell a good story, I was with you. Um, B Big Boy, Andre 3000, 
They always like elevators. If you if you sit there and just think about elevators, yeah, that's that's two stories. Yeah. And they told you from them going to you know Varsity, getting a little something to eat, to you know Dre killing it at the end, telling uh you know uh about Slim cigarette. Oh wow, yeah. You're gonna be all right. No, I'm oh, okay. really not. I'm that's really okay. not because the do- the rhyme was dope. I'm gonna tell you. A, a a story that blew me back. First time I heard it, I I just had to stop and pause. My mind playing tricks on me. Okay. The the flow of it, the being being placed inside the mind of a person who's living this life. Gotcha. And doesn't know peace. Right. And I think it's great that. You know, that Brad, that Scarface wrote the entire rhyme, but everybody got in with it. Mm -hmm. But it had that singular, that singular piece that comes from one person being the author that made it, that made it ridiculously dope. One of my very favorite and first, I would say first favorite, because I have a lot of favorites when it comes to storytelling. Mm -hmm. Uh, would be a trap called Quest Butter. God damn. Fife really. Yeah. I, I, I felt like I was in high school with him. I felt like I was in the building with him. I was lounging with the tipster. Right. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. That, that goes down as one of my all time. And that's favorites. such a real story that so many young people can relate to. And that was the thing. It was like we were around the same age, so it felt real. Yeah. It felt all real. So. Yeah. Um. When Rock Camp gave me paid in full, mm-hmm. and you know, I love how you said how he gave you paid, like he gave you a gift. It was just me, full. you yeah, know. It was I, just not not everybody no. right now. It was just it was just for me. It was mm-hmm. meant for Jeter. Um, it was it was that and one love. Um, oh, you know, I didn't you know didn't have too many partners in jail, but I when Gosh. Nas let me know. Yeah. Like I, I really felt for him. Like his girlfriend was messing with the dude that just, you know, what I mean, it. Nas had me. I was like, damn, I was ready to go ride, and just like, you know what? <laughs> it, Nas, they really did this to your man, and yeah, one love really. He broke down everything, and he, he gave you, he gave you a story. Man, I'm telling you, I used to love her. The way, the way. I can listen to the opening of I Used to Love Her over and over again. But if I may interject, you would have to take out a chair for her. You have to turn on the air air for her her and and just just cool cool out out. and listen to her. I could sit on bone wishing that I could do her. Good. Like, to do that, I don't don't even... uh, I'm really at a loss for words, Grease. You know me. What is a lot... That he said what I was saying. He much. said a lot. And you know how much it would take for me to put on the air for something, for anything, for anyone. <laughs> That's real. That's, That's real. real. That, that is That's real. real shit. That is for real. So we're gonna get into posse cuts next. Posse cuts. Wow. And we're gonna define posse. Well, we can't even really define posse cuts. We're just gonna say uh, more than one person on a cut that's not normally affiliated. So they're not from the same group or anything like that. So one 
recent, this is you know somewhat recent mm -hmm. for me. One of my favorites is the International Players Anthem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dope. UGK, Outkast. Mm -hmm. I don't think it gets too much better than that. I have to second. <laughs> I'm going to keep it true with you, and I, and I want everybody uh, in the room and our listener who fucks with UGK to hear this with a grain of sugar. I never really fucked with Pimp C. Okay. I never really, he wasn't the voice that I was listening for when I listened to okay. UGK. I was okay. listening for Bum B usually. I'm going to just uh -huh. keep it true about that. I love Pimp C on this. I he love was true to his Pimp element. C on this cut. Oh, he man, was he so, was it was just, it was just, it was so organic. And most importantly, because he was trying to warn Dre. <laughs> Naturally, you want to, <laughs> you, you want to stop your boy from. But in, in the beginning, it was a warning. But by the end of his verse, it was. Just keep your heart through stack. Just keep your heart. Just keep your heart through stack. I'm telling you, man, that cut is mean. I'm thinking when I think posse cuts. Please. I go straight like scenario just jumps out for me. Okay. Scenario was just so it was so strong. It was a type of cut. I'm going to keep it honest. I didn't expect that from Tribe. Okay. You know, and the way uh -huh. they came through with that. And um, I think the truth. What did you expect? I didn't expect. The, the rhyme was, the rhyme was just, it was grit. It was some grit to it that I wasn't, that I wasn't used to. They, I, I'm used to smooth from okay. Tribe. I think the crazy part about it just, we didn't know what leaders of the new school were going through at the time. Yeah, and they came in perfectly. They did. They, you know, they took some of their anger and anguish out, and whatever was going on behind the scenes, yeah. out on that cut, and like it blended perfectly. It was perfect. Yeah, was that during a time where they were in the middle of this disagreement about who was getting the most money and yeah, yes. and they were going to do another album? And uh, and the, the abstract one, the abstract right. made a point to showcase Buster. After he had spoken to him, and he was like, "Well, if you're gonna go solo, people need to need to feel you on a different level." So actually, that segment where he's like, "Yo, Mr. Buster Rhymes, tell me what, tell him what I did," right. that was done specifically to showcase Buster, right. his voice, his style, and set it apart. That makes sense because no other verse got that kind of attention. Mm -hmm. Nah. By anybody nah. else. Everybody mm -hmm. else was just kind of chiming in the background, like, contact. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I thought that was a dope strategy. I thought that was a, a, a nice, seamless way to do that and to hear about that later. I'm like, wow, that, that took some thought. And uh, But but they showed up. I got, I, I gained, let me tell you, I gained respect for Dinko D off oh. of that cut. I, I when didn't he hit all the, of Yeah, but I, you know, I, I never really knew flow. about him. Right. Yeah, you know, uh. you got the case of the PTA and right. all that. No. Yeah, but yeah, he said, "Oh, what the D to the O incorporate right. I and C to, to the floor." Yeah. I, I actually bought two copies of the Leaders of the New School first album. Oh yeah, I respect Absolutely. that. Tape okay. and CD. Okay. It's one of my favorites. For sure. Yo, sob story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. Story was my story. Okay. That was the okay. truth. That was my story. That was on the bus for real. Greece, I have two posse cuts that really um, hit home. The great Molly Maul gave us the symphony. 
And um, for anybody out there who, you know, knew about anything about Cold Chilling, the Juice Crew, that was tough. Like, <laughs> hands down. I have to say, honestly, that was probably the first posse that I ever saw hmm. was the symphony. And they weren't even all in the same space, right? They, nah. nah. That video, it looked so different because they was all chilling. It was like a big group was chilling in the saloon. And then yeah. the Big Daddy came. Big, big Daddy came was just someplace yeah. in yeah. a lounge. Right. Like they just threw a hat on <laughs> Right. <laughs> right, right. That, yeah, it, it moved something. Like, um, it, it, it displayed, you know, people from mixtapes knew about Master Ace. Mm -hmm. But that was his, I think, his public showcasing. And the same with Craig G. People from mixtapes knew, you know, how cr nice Craig G was, but they had never really seen him. Like, and they murdered that. They did the fuck out of that. Wow. And my second one would probably be um, Craig Mack, Flavor in Your Ear. Mm, the re okay. that remix, that format of the remix, yes, was so was so dope and so revolutionary at that time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have to I have to get with you because on you, that. Because you gotta think, Flavor in Your Ear was phenomenal. Like they thought it was just gonna be a summer blockbuster, but it it rode the whole year. Like, yeah. I mean, shows were actually named Flavor in Your Ear. Mm -hmm. So you know, and to watch the wave from one artist to the next, because Biggie was just gaining popularity yep. off of Juicy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, party and bullshit, things of that nature. But, you know, they knew he could rhyme. But to to start to start that thing off with uh, the late, great, big, wow. And to, and to hear the story later of the turmoil between them on that, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Uh, they wasn't fucking with each other. Big and Craig Mack wasn't fucking with each other. He was like, that's just business. That was just business. Um, and behind the scenes, not to cut you off, Mr. Janelle, but they said behind the scenes... Um, we you know we're familiar with this from Diddy. Uh, Diddy saw the popularity wave Greece go from uh, Craig Mack to Big really quick, and he didn't know how to ride that Craig Mack wave out, and he wanted to give a lot of attention to Big, so he was begging Big to get on the cut. Uh, Craig didn't even want to do it. Really? Craig didn't yeah. want to do it. Craig, Craig wanted to separate himself. This is behind the scenes. You know, if anybody knows better, please. But they said Craig, you know, was pretty much done with Bad Boy and the lack of re respect and backing that he was getting from Pop. Yeah, well, I think a lot of that has to do with the unfortunateness. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and say what it is, Chris. His appeal is an appeal to the masses. He had a unique face. You said that. I I'm saying he had a unique face. I just said his appeal. It did appeal <laughs> to the masses. He was unpeeling. He was unpeeling. But if you, okay, and I agree, you came up with a bright point, but as the fat guy alluded, he was dark, black, and ugly as ever. He had charisma. Okay, all right. Let me tell you, we'll, we'll get into what the bitch is like later. Okay, no yeah. swag. It, it goes a long way. Okay. Okay. Craig okay. was, I could see it. I, I saw 25 Craigs. Yeah. Getting on the bus. I don't, I don't, don't want to get on the bus with Craig. I don't see, 
don't want that. But you ain't see too many cats dressed like Big, talk the way Big did. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He just uh, had a big yellow leather. Yeah. He did. <laughs> like, he did. did that. He did. You didn't see With that, a so. full denim outfit, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he was he was chilling. And he was chilling. And he was chilling. Had his Tim. Yeah. Uh, as he was throwing young Baltimore stuff out of the house, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. We we'll get into the misogyny later. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> a nice steaming bowl of misogyny. In but yeah, the way you know they introduced um, Rampage for all the people that don't know that gentleman in the middle, <laughs> right behind Craig, but right before LL, it was Rampage. It was uh. Buster's family, he was coming out. The rhyme was okay. He wasn't bad. But just a lot of people tend to forget Young Rampage. Yeah, because it was a lot going on on that cut, too. A lot of stuff that you could remember. Like, just, you spent, after you heard it, you know, you want to remember Rampage, but then you find yourself like, what the, is she blotitious? True. L did rip it. Did he rip it? He did. He, He made me think. I oiled up my ankles immediately Did you before let your I let tap? my Tim's tap. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. I was out there letting my Tim's tap right. without oiled ankles. And, and if I, I realized that that was a problem. If I may. <laughs> I just wanted to know, how do you tongue kiss a barracuda? I just, you know. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. He was electrocuted. The barracuda. barracuda. Gotcha. Um, he tongue kissed the piranha. piranha. You're right. Yes. Forgive me. And electrocuted the barracuda. Right. I think Papa all of that, it. all of that would suggest bringing drama. Yeah. 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 Papa love it. I can't believe you guys are discussing <laughs> because because I know you hate it. That's why I'm discussing. <laughs> no, you just hate me. No, I mean I'm just saying. Okay. You know. <laughs> so we're gonna get into this record. What's your favorite this record? Ten percent this, cause I'm just about ready to fly my fist against your lips. I'm gonna tell you, MC Light. I fucked with I fucked with her and and Antoinette's beef because it wasn't catty at all. Right, two lyricists going. At it was it. two lyricists going at it, but that ten percent this man. You gonna have to uh, go back and kind of talk about. That give a little bit more history with that this record. Well, how did it start? How did that beef start? Well, the the beef initiated because in hip hop it seems like there's a problem when more than one female is, is trying to do their thing at at one time. So it was around eighty eight. Um, I want to say eighty seven, eighty eight. You could be right. Okay, uh, we we can always find that information yeah we can always hit the googles Uh, i don't think y'all care about the year but uh a young lady by the name of antoinette she was in the game mc light was in the game and you know they it was it was a clash of titans you know words were said words were exchanged um and and when ten percent this drop, light was light was finished because Antoinette had a. Oh, I don't even want to disrespect it, but uh, I can't remember the name of the cut right now. So, who's the boss? Because that's what's popular. Who's the boss? That's what's yes. 
Antoinette had Who's the Boss. I'm not familiar with this. this and her situation was that she was suggesting that MC Light was not the author of her own rhymes. MC Light was suggesting that she decided she was going to be, that Antoinette decided she was going to be the female Rakim and bit his entire style. Ooh, um, okay. See, that's the background. That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. So um, at the end of that, uh, ten percent this to me reigned supreme. Okay. Was Cha Cha Cha? I don't know, but it could have been towards that because Cha 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 was hard too. One of the hardest jams ever. One, oh my god! I can care less what people want to call it. I can listen to that now. Jinkies. Right? Yeah, that was tough. And whoever was going at it, it went at him. <laughs> yeah. It went at him. Yeah, it shut a whole lot of things down. Yeah. Chris, do you have a favorite disc? Uh, mine would be uh, probably Common the Bitches. Ooh. Um, Yikes. God, you, you took it right out of my mouth. That's, that's my favorite. Because there, there, and there was a beat that wasn't a beat. Which, which it, it, in any other instance in life, you call that person up and you say, hey, mm-hmm. you took that the wrong way, or hey, I wasn't saying that, mm-hmm. and then you so move you're, on. You're absolutely right, but the great Ice Cube was feeling himself, as well as the West, and he felt some kind of way. And you know how men are with their feelings. We, we don't do well emotionally. And if you mix feelings and ignorance, <laughs> and nobody nobody's there to you know regulate that. Mac-10 wasn't going to be the voice of reason. Never. <laughs> um, and I, I was hoping was Dub C. Dub C. And because they they you know not you know for our listener not discrediting any of those gentlemen's rhyme skills, but we all knew out of the West Side Connect Gang, you know, um, Ice Cube had the forefront, and I guess you know the West took it. Ironically, Greece, how you brought it from the storytelling of one of the best songs ever, and I used to love her. Yep. He didn't, the, the, the few people that he really could have took it as a diss near the end. Right. Because he was slamming her and taking her to, to the sewer. sewer. Yeah, right. that's directly to Onyx and, and Das Effects to and me. And they loved it yeah. because they saw no, they saw nothing wrong with it. Yeah. He only said the West brought the funk out in hip hop. Do you think that it was more of a ploy for Ice to get some shine on him? Yes, but he didn't, he, when he came, whatever diss he tried to. <laughs> what, I don't even know if I could Google that. I don't no, think no, it no, no, because, you know, a few people, you know, they might know who, who are, you know, West Side Connect Gang, whatever their fans were. But it wow. was well. That was that was that was gently harsh. <laughs> Whatever but, their fans were. But the thing was, you know, I heard the verse, and they were terrible. The verses were terrible. Um, Cube, it wasn't some of Cube's best work. No, Mac Ten, it wasn't your best work. And Dub, it wasn't your best work. But I thought because of their popularity, Greece, they thought it was just going to ride out, and that they could just, they went right off into the sunset. Forgetting that the young gentleman was an MC, and you really don't go and step on an MC's toes. I don't think they saw a comment from Common like that. I really don't. Miss Janelle, I don't think nobody saw it Man. coming because it stopped traffic. Bitching you was tough. 
But let me tell you what I think is dope. That as grown men, you know, they've dealt with whatever they need to deal with. And now they starring in a movie together. Oh, coming yeah. Through. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love when, it's, when it stays, when it's hip hop. Yeah. And you deal with it like that. But if I could just get with this discussion on Cube, I feel like Cube served NWA up something. With no Vaseline. Goodness. With no Vaseline. That was that was one of the best West Coast disses I can ever. I I mean, and I hate to be that way, but I'm still ignorant. Okay. I think we all are, Grace. Okay, we have so some ignorance in us. Yeah. That's one of my favorite This is from the West Coast. Yeah. Definitely. Because I don't I don't I didn't necessarily care for the Dre versus Easy thing or mm. the Snoop versus no. Easy thing. I didn't really Yeah. Like it was it was uneventful. I mean it wasn't uneventful, but it was not lyrically there. No. No. But no Vaseline definitely I think I would just start random conversations off with, God damn, I'm glad y'all said it all. Like, it could be friendly. <laughs> I could be like, oh, hey. God, God damn, I'm glad y'all said it all. But the thing is, why would you, li- you know, for a gentleman writing 75 to 85% of your NWA albums, yeah, as well as, you know, him authoring, you know, the majority, him and Ren authoring the majority of Easy es album, did you really want to go there? Like, I know your feelings were hurt, and right. again, I just, I just spoke on it, Greece. Men with feelings, and when we're not regulated, and if there's nobody there to work with us, not a proper and, outlet, and, right, and get get our head right, we we tend to do stupid shit. Like, and and again, those two examples, and unfortunately, Cube was on the right side of one, but yet and still, he jumped he out there himself, on the other. Found himself, yeah, yeah. On some the of the great, end. yes, some <laughs> of the great, <laughs> great, great parodies of life, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Miss um, Janelle, uh, no Vaseline. <sighs> yeah, yeah. He, he was, he was glad that they said it all. How y'all feel? I'm gonna ask y'all. I'm gonna ask y'all because I know how both of y'all feel about Pac. Okay. How did y'all feel about Hit 'Em Up? All right. I wish the listener could see, <laughs> could see the faces right now. I, I didn't care. Okay. Um, I forgot I turned my mic down. <laughs> That's how much you didn't care. I didn't care at all. I'm not even going to talk about this shit. I, I don't... I, Tupac is an interesting topic. Yes. Um, because I wasn't a fan, I never was a fan of Tupac, and it wasn't based on the East Coast, West Coast thing. I just could not wrap my head around why he was so popular. And the, 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 the legend that was him and how many people even outside of hip hop revered him was yeah. amazing to me. So I'm, I'm completely biased. I don't, okay. I, I, I'm not one of those people that I don't hate him. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not biased. I don't hate him <laughs> and I don't love him. So okay. I'm, I'm not biased. You're neutral. I'm You're neutral. indifferent to him. But hit him up, I could care. I, it, it did nothing for me. Okay. It, I think uh, T. Grease said it best. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to backpack. I hate that. But I think hit him up was corny as fuck. Like, oh. 
I think it was <laughs> it was a waste of time because again, if you're when a when a sick when a sick individual is feeding another gentleman whose mind isn't right, that's where you get hit him up from. If you're upset with the popularity of an East Coast music group and a certain individual, as men, again, strictly my opinion, listener, I'm not telling, you know, not telling the world how they should feel, but to that one listener, all you had to do was make a phone call. All you had to f do was find out if that was really your issue, who did shoot you and who was behind the shooting. <laughs> But to, to do what you did, and, my, and the thing that got me was you, you, you brought in a gentleman's wife. You, you, you said some things, and, and he could have he been doing whatever with faith. But some things you don't, some lines you don't cross. But when uh, the big guy came back with, uh, appropriately named Who Shot You, I think Pac knew by that time that Lyrically, he was a little out of his league. He was just going to say things to big up the West and give the West, you know, more foundation in this hip-hop game. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. But as far as uh, his credibility when it comes to... And see, Pac had an issue with a lot of people, from BG to uh, people in No Limit. Like, Chino XL, fuck Ch you too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, Pac had issues. But Pac was also a great friend to a lot of people back out East, uh, you know, uh, drew down. Big yeah, drew down the whole Buck Down family, like everybody from Helter Skelter to you name it. Um, naughty by nature, he loved those guys. But it's just I don't know, man. I think he was a, a hurt soul. So Greece to answer no, no, hit him up was it was terrible. It was noise pollution because it wasn't good at all. All right. Well, you know when people bring up this. All right. You got to talk about the shit to make your soul burn slow. How y'all feel about that ether? Ether was uh, dope. Okay. In my, I mean, I... What, what did Jay, what did Jay, Jay drop? What, Super Ugly? Super Ugly and uh, The Takeover. And The Takeover. Okay. Yeah. So, ether was pretty good. Um, I, I, it, I'm not gonna put it in the ranks of one of my favorites because it it didn't it did it didn't make me go ooh. Oh okay. So okay. I, I've judged a disc record by how many times I you know I squint up my face mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh that that was yeah, that would touch the soul. And I'm like like Jita, I needed to stick to what we all know. I don't need the extra interpersonal crap. So when it when it took that turn for the left, I was out. Okay, I was out. I I need I need you to flex your lyrical muscles in a way where you beat down your opponent. Right. And it's part of the reason why I'm not too big of a fan of the of the um, the battle style rappers now is because they sometimes they go they get a little out of hand. It's just personal. To yeah, mm -hmm. it's a little personal, and I'm not a big fan of that. But if you just do. If you stick strictly to the, the you lyrics, being better than me, yeah. I being better than you. Right. Don't bring the mother of my children in it. Don't yeah. bring my mom in and it. And I think I think that whole I think Jay soured me on that whole thing because I, I really like Ether. I like 
got yourself a gun. Mm. Yeah. I like the takeover. Yeah. But I think he felt himself losing control of the situation mm-hmm. and decided to go, well, I'm going to expose you. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, and, and back into that misogyny punch, that's usually an easy <laughs> easy route to go. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Talking somebody's about mother. somebody's woman. Yeah. And the thing, and like, if, if for all these super crews and, 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 you know, guys who roll with 10, 20, 30 individuals, can we please, to the one listener, please talk to somebody. Ask these, like, have somebody rational in your team. Like, to say, somebody, <laughs> somebody, please stop this gentleman. Like, if you see the, you know, well, Jay didn't write. Just, if you heard the beat, you heard a, a verse or two, somebody should have said, Jay, Jay, let it go. Don't do that. Don't, I think, don't. I think a lot, I think somebody did. Okay. But he was just hell-bent on not. Right. I can't remember the exact story, but I do believe I saw some. That somebody did, tried to stop that him. That somebody tried to stop him from dropping that verse. Right. I don't know if it was his mother. Okay. I think it was his mother. Mm-hmm. I think his mother like contacted him. Okay. Like, okay. You really stepped over the line. Okay. I didn't raise you like that. Right. 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 A little shame, you know, something like that. I understand. And you know, I, I did like you know, Greece. Um, we couldn't grow it because I expected. I wanted a little bit more from Nas. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really did, but it was for the element that came towards him. It was enough. It was more than enough. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't. He didn't need to work out. He he didn't need to Apollo and, and Creed. It. He didn't need to you know go all out because he looked at the content and was like, eh. a young boy is okay. And he aptly came back at the at the gentleman thoroughly. But you know, I expected a little bit more from Nas. But I'm, I'm with you, Grease. Uh, by, by the time Ether was done, I was like, okay, Whew, are we finished with this? Oh. <laughs> Can we move on? But that's just me, though, listener. It's just me, just my opinion. I just, uh, like I said, I, it was it was tired. But by, by the time that came around, then well, I mean, you gotta think at that time we were getting fatigued yeah. with this because mm-hmm. what was it? Now producers with this yeah. each other like yeah. it got out of hand. Yeah, the 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 Ja and M joint was actually kind of funny. Ooh. Or the Ja and Fifty joined and then yeah. M jumped in. Yeah. Right. yeah. That was pretty. Didn't Buffer set the rhyme off? Listen, Jeffrey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then you had like Timberland and Dre. I was just about to ask you, ladies, how did y'all feel about why did the young Smurf jump out there with Timberland and Dr. Dre? Like, why did So So Deaf Man. claims that he didn't. But the rhyme came from him first. I know. But he claims he didn't. He so claims that that wasn't... Him? Not that it wasn't him, but he claims he didn't do anything to warrant some type of that response. Because he said that he was a super producer, but then he jumped out there saying that those other gentlemen were credible at best. Like, Didn't Scott Storch have a... Yeah. yeah. A situation with, uh, with Tim? Yeah, yeah. Tim called him piano. Little, hey, you're, little I'm, a, I'm a producer. You're just a piano man. Yeah, you're just a piano man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that wasn't even a hot line, but I was. No, I was applauding Tim for that because Tim doesn't write. So. Well, I mean, and you gotta you gotta attribute a lot of what Scott
<laughs> Sometimes cocaine will write a rhyme or, or right. <laughs> messing with Lil' Kim. Set up a diss. Gotta, gotta know, do it, child. You know, <laughs> Lil' Kim is not, you know, sometimes can throw you in a little tangent as well. So yeah. let's swerve into uh, dance cuts. Dance crazy. I'm going to tell say. you, man. Some dance cuts, I'm going to take it back to do the Pee Wee. Okay. Oh, Miss Janelle. <laughs> Did you go there? I can't do that. That was tough. Why can't I'm, you? I'm ignorant for that. Oh, no, okay. why can't you? Okay. Do the Pee Wee Herman set it off for me. Uh, EPMD, they had the Steve Martin, right? Do the Steve Martin, yes. Right. I'm going to tell you, though, the, the person who I'm going to have to give credit to for ushering in what we see now, this new era of every couple months, a new dance craze, I'm going I'm to I'm give... Give Soldier Boy a little bit of love with with his debut. Okay, he, you know he definitely um, was at the forefront of the latest. Yeah, and and the way that people are marketing that thing now. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Because know? no, I don't think he would be Soldier Boy if he didn't have that dance associated with that song. Right, right. right. So you have situations now where some produce some managers are actually contacting dance troops. Mm-hmm. To help them put together a campaign, on right? Them. Right. So if you can get four or five of your best dancers to come up with the quote-unquote dance for this right. mm-hmm. song, and we'll put it in uh, viral video. Well, we've got we naturally we've got the dab, we've got the Millie Rock right. right now, and and listener, you need to understand this about Jeter. He he looks he looks like an angry black man. Um, he's definitely a black man. He's rarely angry, but he doesn't mean Millie Rock. Though. Millie, Rock is mean. <laughs> Millie Rock is cold, yeah, man. Block, for real. It really. <laughs> First of all, Miss Jenna, thank you, thank you. It's not hard, Grace, to mimic these dances. It really isn't. Um, well, they're aimed at kids. I, I, truly, kids. truly, and that's why I didn't want to say any Simeon, you know. <laughs> With with any bit of rhythm could do these, but it's, it's you know coming from the era where I came from. I'm not saying my era was right or wrong. A gentleman jumped out there, what might have been the best duo in the world, MC Hammer, and he wasn't he wasn't an MC at all. He was a great entertainer. Mm-hmm. He uh, sold a lot of records. That he did. Probably a nice guy. No, no, no. Let me take that back. Stanley's definitely a nice guy. He's a a very nice guy. And he bent over backwards for thousands of people. And he's thorough. Very much so. We're not fucking with Stanley. But he came out wrong because he wasn't getting the proper play on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. He felt that he needed to go after the wrong group. Mm -hmm. You don't typewriter across the stage and you come at... Uh, Mr. Simmons and uh, Mr. DMC. You don't do that to Daryl Mack. So it's Greece, I don't know. Um, there, there have been some dance, you know, cuts that I've partaked in. You know, uh, it might come on the radio and uh, if it moves me. Stanky, they're probably real nice young men. <laughs> Thank you, it was the thing you like, Chris. I have no idea. Was that the GS boys? <laughs> it was indeed the GS boys. They're probably real nice guys. 
Um, probably nice guy. Really, probably. And and like I said, I don't hate on anybody. Uh, I just, you know, for Grease being a music aficionado, she doesn't have nothing with the GS boys. Do you, Grease? Any follow up? Okay. Who was the gentleman? Uh, they swag. They surf. The Surf and Swag. Uh, Guys, I don't know who they were. They were from... But they, that wasn't them franchise boys, was it? I no. Don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, that was, that's fine, Swag and Surf. Yeah. Damn, gee. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. ready for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They lasted a quick minute. Uh, probably real nice young men as well. Mm. I hope they had a backup plan. That's, you know, I just... I don't ever want to see nobody a eat. A good state job hookup. Right. Yeah. Who would have... Franchise boys were the white tea cats, oh, right? Oh, yes. They were in their white tea. Yes, yes. That's Who was DL4? D4LL? Please excuse me. I wasn't trying to diss anybody. <laughs> D4L. And uh, they had uh what? Dance thing? Something? You you look so old and grizzled right now as you're trying to think of that. <laughs> what you don't understand is a lot of these cats are managed by like former members of like tag teams. Yeah. Who know that boys. formula. Okay. I know that the Tootsie Roll did this. Okay. So you okay. do that. Okay. But um, didn't they have an era for that though? Well, That'd be 95 South in them. Yeah, you can't yeah. lock that in though. Right, now, right. you know, we, we live for the dance. Yeah, club. Migos. And, you you, you've, got, you've got entire songs dedicated to telling you what you're supposed to be doing. You, you, but you can't right. do it like me. True. Can't hit the quan like me. Uh, can't you know nearly what? rock like me. Truly. You truly. know, can't sexy walk like me. So it's telling people what you need to be doing at a particular time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to be fluid in your... When you attack this, these dances, now, <laughs> when you like, attack them, because okay. you have to go all in. You, you can't do. half do any of these dances. That is true. And, right. and frankly, you know, as a dancer, I would consider myself a dancer. I would consider you a dancer, yes. If I'm at a jam that just aged me, like you shit. did. I, I didn't want to. I couldn't park, save you. Bro. I'm with you. No. <laughs> at a function. If yeah. I'm at a function <laughs> with white shoes on. Right, right. Then it's time for me to get busy. And when these young cats jump up and start doing the Dougie and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then I feel like it's time for me to show out and let them know I can still do my thing. Well, definitely. Yeah, especially because the disrespect that these youngsters have these days. Because they'll look a person of our calibers in the face and say, y'all don't know nothing about this. Oh, right. Because I was going to let you have your Dougie, your dab, <laughs> right. your Millie Rock. Your little Ray Schmurder. What, what was his cut? <laughs> what was his little jam? Not Ray Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder. Bobby, Bobby and them. The Schmoney Day. The Schmoney Day. <laughs> I was going to let y'all have all of that. But what the young people don't understand, Grease, is it's, it's a beautiful thing. I'm in a peaceful place if you're out there doing that. <laughs> don't call me out, please. That Now, I can sit and, you know, I can sip my little you water. The, you had to cook out with your little plate. Your I got water. my water. Got right. my little hot dogs for right. the one listener that knows me. And I'm in the cut. I'm enjoying everybody. I'm enjoying life. But don't tell me that I don't know anything about that or I can't do it. Right. And, Grease, that's why I'm with you. I'm good until you say, you point and say, right. excuse me, Jita. You don't know nothing about this. Right. And and for the listener, these lovely ladies know that 
I'll give you two or three chances to back on up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, go on. Get there. yourself together. Go on there, young boy. Yeah. Oh, sweetie, sweetie Bob. No, go on. Sweetie Bob. <laughs> just, just go on and enjoy yourself. Do your little dab I'm, or whatever. I'm saying sweetie Bob at my next meet. No, I'm doing that. But then they, then they jump out and they keep going. Yeah. They won't stop. Because they want, they want to see, they want to see what you're going to do. And then it hurts their feelings when you do their dance do better than the. So cause that's why I had the Millie Rock. I mean, I saw a kid. The kid called me out, and I, <laughs> you going there? You got it. I mean, <laughs> and I and I tried to walk with some kind of distinguished, you know, movement. I went on to my my my, my job, and they kept calling me out, Grease. And I'm a man, mm-hmm. and I have feelings as well. Mm-hmm. But the beautiful, but I have beautiful people around me that harness my feelings. So I waited about a day or two, and so. So they got reckless with their mm-hmm. with, with their words, and then they jumped in front of my face, and started dabbing and Millie rocking. And, and Mr. J, you know, that when I put it on them, right, and then it becomes a spectacle. Mm-hmm. Mr. Drake do it all the time. No, no, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm always afraid of. It kind of sends me to a flashback of when I was a kid and my mom at like, the people's hey. house party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come down here and do that little dance you be doing. <laughs> And you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. No, you're not even playing nah. my song. Right, right. Yeah, I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I didn't mean to cut you off, no, Grease. Well, I kind of did, but no, I, did. I have a very little respect for you. Wow. But um, True. it's all love. But my thing is, I'll do my thing. Okay. Y'all know me. I'll do my thing. I'll get on the floor. I'm going to let you know. And then I'm going to get home and my sciatica is going to kick in. <laughs> And then I'm going to have to rub down with some icy hot, you know. Mr. Now, I have seen you get a little flagrant on people when I, it comes to I'm the dance floor. Loose. Yeah, yeah. I'm get, I've been in a party. I've been in a party. Got there when it started. Mm-hmm. I'm there all night. I'm on the floor all night. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, like, I have nothing left. Mm-hmm. My lungs are about to collapse. Right. I'm right. dripping with sweat. Right. And the right beat drops. And I'm right back in it. And nothing hurts. Nothing hurts for that four minutes and and 43 seconds that I got to keep it going because that beat is just so mean. Wait a minute. You said four minutes and 43. What is it, 83? (laughs) Songs aren't that long anymore. No, no. Mr. Chanel, they're not. What are you talking about? Well, you're at the jam and at the function in white shoes. (laughs) I'm listening to four-minute cuts, okay? To Slave. I'm listening to Slave. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I'm saying I'll do my thing, and it's something about the the music right. that'll carry me through till I get home. Yeah, and I have to you. ice down. Oh, yeah. And you know, I, I see myself as uh, if I may take MC8's role in uh, Menace. Uh, like wax, mm-hmm. like I've, I've I've done, I've ripped up enough dance floors and I've mm-hmm. cut enough rugs. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to do it anymore. You shouldn't have to put in work anymore. But you know, I, I'll play the cut. You know, just give me a you know a little something to sip on. Let me chill in the cut. And even when you know, Grease might throw on a jam. Oh, don't let this one be DJing. And I'll look at her and her I'll give her you know I'll give Grease a wink because she know and I know that mm-hmm. we go back, and she knows. I'm happy, I'm good, but don't let anybody jump out there. I, I take the wax mode and mm-hmm. I, I, I chill. But if they jump out there, mm-hmm. I can still do my thing. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, is I know you guys. So mm-hmm. if y'all are at the function, you're right. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what songs. Yeah, you're to right. Play to trigger you too. Yeah. So you think she does that purposely? It's a conspiracy. That's why I'm she's good at it. Now. She's good at yeah. it. Yeah. And she she give it to us in rapid successions. Like she won't give us a mean jam no. and then and give us something whack. Yeah, yeah, she'll give no. us five mean ones in a row yeah. and then she'll grant. Yeah. It is a conspiracy like mission. Now. It is. It is. Well, you know, try and keep your cardio up. That's true, true. That's fair. I got you. And you are a black man. You you're slated to have diabetes, sugar. Diabetes is the sugar, ain't it? Diabetes is the sugar. You're supposed to have gout, high blood pressure. I mean, hey. So right. she's she's helping you out. I, I got you. I got you. Well, yeah. that that kind of wraps up the the different types of music, mm-hmm. the different types of hip hop songs. We're actually running very short on time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Uh-oh. we gonna have to wrap up. We have to save. We gotta this get out of here. Yeah, we gotta save this for another. Well, they gonna start charging. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but we we definitely have some upcoming. Um, we have some more to talk about. Yeah, hip-hop. the hip hop is gonna keep going. There's hopefully, gonna be a few more. Hopefully, we can get Jita back. Um, if not, we'll try to get you know some other feedback because you know maybe I some other special guests. Some other special guests, definitely, because I have limited knowledge. I mean, my knowledge starts much farther along in my development. You, but you got that backpack era locked oh, yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, she does. She's actually yeah. real mean with the that backpack was, game. That was my. And don't come at Grace half cocked, like yeah, you think you know what you're shit. talking about. Yeah. No, no, she'll dish you. No, know, I, I, I get my niche, my niche. Your niche. Mm-hmm. But oh. you know, it's good to have Jita in to discuss a variety because he's he's consumed a variety of hip hop music. So he's a pretty old nigga. I was trying to say something different than that. Oh, sorry, Jita. No, Grace, because you do things eloquently. It's just your co-host. She's savage. It's yes. She kind of loses her mind. I'm unrefined. Can we truly, truly. Like dirty flower. God damn it! Is that the right? Is that what you're gonna do? Is that what we're doing? Okay. Well, (laughs) it was a good episode up until that point. (laughs) It devolved quickly, didn't it? It did. It went downhill real fast. Shout out to Gerasmo. Um, She helped put this list together. She also yes. helped cue up the music for the last hip-hop show. Yeah. So we definitely want to give her a shout-out. Shout-out to Crack Loheem. As you can hear, we're still working on the sound. Got to get him back because we have a few things we want to tweak. And um, we'll see you next time. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Shout-out to the listener. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah thank yeah, you yeah. again, listener. Thank you. Definitely. And thank you, Grease and Miss Janelle for having me. It's always a pleasure, Jita. It's always a pleasure. But you didn't have to tell people I'm that old, huh? Hey, hey. You want that lettuce on that sandwich or what? You're right. Oh, okay. You're right. We gonna go out to something grainy. Well, not grainy. Oh. But smooth.